Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets Jesus Broke Fronts. I want to thank you for listening to this series I'm covering entitled Broke Blessings. For those tuning in for the first time, my aim for this series is to encourage listeners in the truths about what happens when God breaks some things off of you. Whenever God makes the decision to break something off of you, it is for a reason, it is for a purpose, and it serves as a lifelong blessing for the believer and the receiver of his breaking power. We should never get to the point when Jesus and God break some things off of us or in us, and we aren't grateful on what's being done for our overall development. This series provides some examples of the things God breaks off of us, around us, and in us. And whenever God breaks something off of us, it is a blessing. You will hear me say that repeatedly. God wouldn't break anything off of us if it was useful for the plans he has for us, individually and collectively. And as you listen to this series... I encourage you to share it with someone you know, and if you haven't already, feel free to listen to parts 1 through 10, okay? The motivational aim, Jesus Broke Fronts, is one that is so evident. And let me define the word front real quick for the context of this episode and motivational aim. And I'm going to use the slang definition for the word front And that is when someone is not being real, they are putting on a fake or a false self. They are pretending to do something. They are pretending to be something. They are pretending to live somewhere, know somebody, have something that they do not have. They are pretending as if they achieved some things that they have not achieved. So when you hear somebody say, man, you you front, quit front. Or you hear someone say, man, don't front. What they are really saying is, man, you're fake. <laughs> quit acting. You know you lying. You was a lie. Don't lie. You can't do that. You never did that. Stop. You don't have that. You know you don't have that. Man, I know where you stay. Shut up. You need to quit. Got it? So when someone puts on a front, they are fake, they are false, and they are phony. And when Jesus is around a person putting on a front, putting on a performance as if they produce something that they do not own, they do not have, Jesus will break the front because fronts can't last. Fronts can't stay assembled in front of Jesus. Jesus knows how to call out fronts. Jesus knows how to dismantle the front. He knows how to expose the front. 
Jesus knows how to shine his light in the darkness of the front. And Jesus reveals the truth about the front. Okay, so let me provide a few examples from scripture. Some we already went over in this series and some you've heard before and you've possibly read during your own Bible study time. But let's go over just a few examples when Jesus broke fronts, okay? The first example that I want to target in on is the fig tree. When Jesus broke the front of the fig tree. The first account is found in Mark the 11th chapter in the 12th through the 25th verse. And of course, I encourage you to read that passage of scripture on your own in its entirety. But this is what verse 12 states. The next day, when they went out from Bethany, he was hungry. Seen in the distance a fig tree with leaves, he went to find out if there was anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For it was not the season for figs. He said to it, May no one ever eat from you again. And his disciples heard it. Now you just heard that. What was going on is Jesus, he left, went out from Bethany. He was hungry. He sees a fig tree in the distance with some leaves. He went to the fig tree to find out if anything was on it. When he came up to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, may no one ever eat from you again. So Jesus broke the front of the fig tree. The fig tree was fronting as if it produced something it didn't produce. And Jesus broke that front. He did that. If you want to hear me go all the way in on this fig tree, I encourage you to listen to my series entitled What's Being Produced while I broke it down, okay? But Jesus went and broke another front, and that was after Jesus told the fig tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. So Jesus went and broke another front, and that is when he went to the temple, and people were in there. Remember, they were in the temple selling and buying things they shouldn't have been exchanging. And Jesus threw folks out of the church. Jesus overturned the tables, and he broke the front that people were putting on in church, making it look like they go to church for one reason, but they're there for something else. So read that. But when Jesus stepped into what was fake, whenever Jesus stepped into a fake scenario, that scenario got real, real quick. He got real because Jesus broke that front. He broke it. He broke the fronts at the church. Wherever Jesus stepped, whatever front was there, Jesus broke it. No matter where you are and wherever Jesus is, Jesus will break the front 
His presence breaks it. His word breaks it. His power breaks it. His love for you breaks it. His authority breaks it. His grace breaks it. But let me stay on target. I want to target in on this fig tree. So let me backtrack. So Jesus saw the fig tree. The fig tree didn't have what it was supposed to have on it, which was, that's right, figs. All it had was leaves. Jesus told the fig tree, may no one ever eat from you again. The disciples heard that. They went to the temple when Jesus broke the front at the church. And then early in the morning, as Jesus and the disciples were passing by, they saw that same fig tree that Jesus broke the front with. The disciples, you know, kind of looked at the fig tree and they saw that the fig tree was withered from the roots up. Then Peter, one of the disciples, he remembered what Jesus said to the fig tree. And he says, Jesus... Rabbi, teacher, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. We know why the fig tree withered, because Jesus broke the front. What was the fig tree doing? Some of you already know. The fig tree was fronting. It was pretending to be something it was not. The fig tree had designer leaves on, declaring it was rich in fruit. The fig tree was waving its leaves saying, Hey, y'all, I got some good fruit. I got that fruit. I got those figs. But when Jesus walked to the fig tree, Jesus broke the front. Jesus told the fig tree in a sense, Hey, quit fronting. You are fake. You don't have what you proclaim. You might have the shape of a fig tree. You might have the leaves of a fig tree. But there is absolutely nothing in you that produces the fruit you were designed to produce. You're giving off this illusion that you have it together, but you don't. You're giving the idea that you are a producer, you're fruitful, but you're not. You're fronting. And Jesus broke the front. Jesus broke the front. And when he did, the fig tree had to die from the front it put up. No longer could the fig tree pretend. Because whenever Jesus hits a person's life or Jesus comes into a situation, fronts have to leave. That's just how it goes. The front cannot withstand the truth. The front can't compete with Jesus. The front can't manipulate Jesus. The front has to die. And that is a blessing because the front is a lie. And all that happens is when a person puts on a front, their fronts will catch up with them. They can fool people for a time, but they can't fool Jesus none of the time, any of the time, never. See, the fig tree spent significant time making it look like they had designer figs and people didn't question it either because the fig tree mastered the art of shining its leaves but when the light of Christ hits a front and when Jesus breaks the front everything with that front dies and people will see all they did was a front
All they did was take up space. All they did was take up time. All they did was try to master this art of illusion. It's not a game. See, that fig tree was fronting. It had no figs. And when we discovered it wasn't even the season for figs, now we see it was producing leaves like it had something that it didn't even have during the right season. So the fig tree was a bona fide liar. Or for the context of this motivational aim, the fig tree was a bona fide fronter. So it was a blessing that Jesus broke the front of the fig tree. Jesus broke the front the fig tree was putting on. So the people who thought that the fig tree was about that fruitful life, they received a revelation when they saw the fig tree withered at the root, dry, ashy, and dead. The death of the front helped somebody. It helped somebody going to that fig tree saying, Oh, I'll give it a chance. It has leaves. There's hope. No, there's no hope. What if somebody was sitting on their front porch waiting for the fig tree to produce and it never did? It's a blessing Jesus broke the front. And we can always go back to God's word to receive the truth. And a cross reference is Matthew the 7th chapter in the 15th through the 20th verse. And this is what it states. Be on your guard against false prophets. A person not telling the truth about what is to come. Be on your guard against fronters. Okay, so let's go back. Be on your guard against false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravaging wolves. You'll recognize them by their fruit. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes? Or figs from thistles. In the same way, every good tree produces good fruit, but a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit. Neither can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that doesn't produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So you'll recognize them by their fruit. You see how Jesus is not playing about fronts. And praise God, Jesus broke the fronts off of us. Praise God. See, when people want to put on a front, they're putting on a bold display of a lie. And when a person puts on a bold display of a lie in their life, that costs something. That comes with something. It's called sometimes people-pleasing. Sometimes it's called self-righteousness. Sometimes it's called pride. Sometimes it's called shame, insecurity, moving too quick when somebody does not have something. But when Jesus breaks fronts off of us, we get a revelation and we learn real quick, okay, let me go ahead and stop that and let me do what God told me to do. Let me operate in the strength let me function in the seeds, the gifts, the purpose, and the fruit that the Lord gave me to work with in the time God told me to work in. Let me not try to move too quick to say that I have something that I do not have. Let me not put on this front. Let me just do what God told me to do because 
I'm depending on him, not myself. I'm not worried or focused on what people are saying about me, what they're doing, what they think of me. No, I either have it or I don't. I either will or I won't. And that's just how it goes because I don't want to pretend to be something I'm not to displease God. And I especially don't want to pretend to be something where I'm supposed to produce fruit and the people God put in my life are looking for God-honoring nourishment. They're looking for God-honoring encouragement. They're looking for the gifts God gave me to give out. And when they come up to me, I don't have anything. I don't have a word. I don't have a smile. I don't have resources. I don't have knowledge. I don't have wisdom. No fruit. But I have leaves, though. I put on my leaf skin coat, and it's thick, too. And it's the summertime, not even the time to put on a coat. I'm all out of sorts. See, that's what happens when the front is there. And the front could be at church, at work, within a friendship, a marriage, a relationship, a community. When somebody is fronting, making it look like they have fruit and they have leaves, the leaves do not sustain a person. The fruit does. That's why Jesus breaks fronts, because we are the hands and feet of Jesus. We can't be going around making it look like we have the fruit of love and it's a front. We have the fruit of giving, but we're stealing. We're acting like we have the fruit of joy, but we're angry. We're acting like and we put on this front that we have the fruit of kindness, but we're jealous. Someone's making it look like they have this fruit of prayer, but they're going out making it look like they're praying for somebody, but they're just gathering data from people to hurt them and to spread gossip. That is why Jesus breaks fronts. Whenever Jesus breaks a front, it is a blessing for everybody, whether they know it or not. It's a blessing for the fronter because the fronter learns, oh, I didn't mean to front. I didn't need to front because Jesus will shut me down. He'll shut me off and dry up what I do have. And when Jesus breaks fronts, it's a blessing for the person who's looking for fruit from the fronter. Jesus will shut down everything that one person thought about the fronter is fake. And he'll tell that person, hey, don't look to them. You look to me. You stick with me. You listen to me. No matter how many leaves a person shows you, if they never show you fruit and they've never produced fruit, they don't have fruit, leave them alone. They say they're your friend. They're fronting like y'all are cool. But every time you look for the fruit of friendship, it's not there. All you keep getting are these leaves of gossip regarding you, these leaves of lies about you. These leaves of people working together to hurt you, to trap you, to put you in compromising situations. These leaves of people creating competitions with you that you don't know anything about. And they have to tell you they are competing with you because you're living your life. And they think they're winning, but they're losing. You know how it is. You have a specific type of vehicle. The person who is trying to act like they are displaying the fruit of friendship. They are going around competing with you. They come tell you, yeah, I got that car that you got. I got that car now. You're not the only one driving that. I got the newer model. 
And you letting them know, oh, you know, praise God, that's good for you. Yeah, that's something. I don't even have that car anymore. I got a new car last night. Got that 3000, year 3000 model, luxury edition. Baby, I'm flying. I'm in the sky. <laughs> All right then, girl. Talk to you later. See? Competing with someone and they're losing. But they have this facade as if they're your friend. They're not your friend. That is an enemy. And then what about these people making it look like they just care about you? They're inclusive, but all they do is show you these leaves of excluding you, leaves of omitting the truth. But they swear up and down, oh, we, we friends. I, I, I'm producing the fruit of truth. I'm producing the fruit of honesty, integrity. I, I'm telling you... I, I would never withhold the truth from you. You mean so much to me. Lies, leaves, fronts, fake. Sidebar, when you see people exhibit and showcase these leaves of manipulation, and what I mean by that is people talking to you like you owe them something when they need to go talk to their mama, their daddy, their papa, their granny, and those that love them, and their siblings, and their relatives, they need to go talk to all of them and God about whatever they have going on, whatever they went through during their childhood and formative years, instead of coming to other people trying to manipulate them for what people stole and did to them before you even met them. You have encountered some people with those types of leaves? Leaves of manipulation, leaves of talking down on you and to you like you owe them something. You have to give them something. And y'all just met. Y'all just met as adults. Y'all just met as teenagers. Whatever they had going on before y'all met has nothing to do with you. That's their issue. That's not your issue. That's theirs. Now, you over here working on your childhood traumas. You're working on your issues with God. You're talking to God about what you're going through. And you are working through whatever issues you have with Jesus. And you're allowing Jesus to break off branches that do not belong. You are doing that. You want Jesus to break it off. Because you know when Jesus breaks it off of you, there's a blessing associated with it. But these people who have these leaves of manipulation, leaves of schemes, leaves of plots... They want you to get caught up in their leaves so you can say, oh, there's potential in their leaf, though. What they went through as a young sapling, it wasn't their fault. Maybe I can help them produce fruit. I can do it. I'll go cut their branches. I'll go prune them. Did the Lord tell you to do that? The Lord let us know he does that. We don't. You can pray for them. You can speak life. In their situation, you can encourage them. But if they're not producing fruit, they're not producing fruit. That's what God said. You will recognize them by their fruit. Their fruit right now is manipulation. There's nothing fruitful coming from that other than manipulation, lies, schemes, and plots, and plans, and things that go against God. It doesn't say you will recognize them by their potential. You will recognize them by their leaves. No, the fruit indicates 
who they are. The fruit indicates who they and what they are connected to. The fruit indicates how they develop and grow. It's not for you to look at leaves and try to come up with some interpretation of when they're going to produce fruit. And they don't produce fruit at all. They've just been sitting there showcasing leaves, distracting people, and then distracting themselves, not wanting to be accountable. When Jesus breaks the front, respect the truth, obey the truth, and scatter away from the front and declare, that's a front, that's fake. Say it out loud, it's fake. It's not real. That doesn't exist. That person is not a friend. They are fake. They are fronters. The fruit of friendship would have never produced that. Say it. You don't have to say it to them. You can say it to yourself. But you're acknowledging that something is a front. And by you saying it, Jesus is letting you know what it is. And he's breaking the illusion off of you. He's breaking the front off of you. You have to say it. Or you don't have to. But I encourage you to say it. Because when you say it out loud, you're breaking the front too. And you're letting it die. And as God blesses you with real fruit, leave the leaves alone. Leave the leaves alone. Okay? Allow God to nourish you with God honoring real fruit. Yeah, I could talk about this all day, every day. You know, but let's just think about your life. When Jesus broke fronts off of you, whether it was you putting up a front or a front somebody else was putting on in front of you. When Jesus broke the front, it was a blessing in both scenarios, especially when Jesus broke the front off of somebody saying that they loved you. Let's look at what God says about love and what love is. First Corinthians, the 13th chapter and the 4th through the eighth verse states love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. Love, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So going back to a person displaying these leaves of, I love you, but they're not producing the fruit of love. When you walk up to those leaves, you see, okay, there's no love fruit here. I just see the fruit of hate. I see the fruit of envy. I see the fruit of anger. I see the fruit of unforgiveness. I see the fruit of betrayal here. There's no love here. That's why you have to look at the fruit people produce. Look at the fruit. Trust Jesus is going to break things off of you. And trust that Jesus is going to bless you. He's going to bless you. 
Whenever God breaks something off of you, he's not going to leave you in a deficit. He's never going to do that. You have to understand that and you have to walk in boldness and faith knowing that the Lord's going to come through for you. The Lord's going to come through for me. When Jesus breaks the front, let him do it. Don't stop him. Don't get in the way because he's blessing you. And he's also blessing countless others in the process. Another example when Jesus broke fronts was with the rich young ruler. And I encourage you to go and listen to part one of this series if you haven't already, where I went into detail about how Jesus broke flattery. And you already know what flattery is. Flattery is a front. Remember, a front is when someone is being fake, fraud, phony, and they're pretending. And when someone is giving you excessive, insincere, disingenuous praise, guess what? That's not praise. They're throwing around fronts, flattery fronts, to further their agenda. Their aim is to further their interest, further their wants. And Jesus broke that front. He did that with the rich young ruler. And he will do it with anyone else too. Once again, if you want some detail or some information about how Jesus breaks the front of flattery, Go ahead and listen to and share part one of this series that I'm covering entitled Broke Blessings. The third example I want to share with you regarding Jesus breaking fronts. And remember, there are several more, but for the sake of time, I'm just targeting in on three. And this one is when Jesus broke the front with Judas. And you know who Judas is. Judas was the one who betrayed Jesus. Judas was the one who was in Jesus' camp, following Jesus, Jesus' disciple, and he betrayed him. And when you get an opportunity, read John, the 12th chapter. And in that passage of scripture, you will read and see when Jesus went to a dinner, given in his honor, there were three siblings who hosted this dinner for Jesus. The siblings' names were Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. These three siblings experienced life-changing miracles, developments, progressions, and then they experienced a deeper relationship with Jesus individually and collectively as a family. Now Mary, one of the siblings, sowed a significant seed into Jesus. This sibling, this woman, sowed a seed into the kingdom of God. Mary gave Jesus some very expensive perfume and she poured it on Jesus' feet and then she wiped Jesus' feet with her hair. And the house where that seed was given and sown into Jesus, that offering, that sacrifice, that humble stance, it filled that aroma of that perfume, filled the entire home. And it was for everyone to see that Jesus was Lord. Jesus was the Son of God. Jesus was her deliverer. Jesus was her Savior. That offering, that seed, that sacrifice, that fragrance filled the entire room. Now, anyone who knows exactly what this woman really did, they'll understand that she loved Jesus. And she showed her love 
by what she did and what she gave Jesus. But Judas, one of Jesus' disciples, went into a frenzy. He was upset about the gift someone gave Jesus. He was upset about the seed someone sowed into the kingdom of God. He was upset about someone's sacrifice to Jesus. Someone showed Jesus, Lord, I love you so much. I want to be connected to you. Whatever you have going on, Lord, I want to connect. I want to further your agenda. I want to be an ambassador of what you have going on. Lord, I love you so much. I'm going to show you that I love you by giving you my time. I'm going to give you what is precious and expensive to me so you can know and you will see that I'm for real about this. And a disciple of Jesus, somebody who followed Jesus, someone who was connected to Jesus, someone who was on the heels of Jesus, in his company, handpicked, they were upset. And Judas said, why wasn't this perfume? Why wasn't this money? Why wasn't this gift? Why wasn't this seed given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. See, the Bible is clear when it outlines that Judas didn't say what he said because he cared about the poor. Judas said what he said because Judas was a thief. He was a keeper of the money bag. He used to help himself to what was put into it. And Jesus knew all about that. So Jesus responded to Judas and said, leave her alone. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. And when you read this and you pray on it, and for those who already have the revelation just from listening to it, you can see and you understand that Jesus broke the front with Judas. Judas was putting on a front that he cared so much about the poor. He cared about giving. Now, if that was true, Judas would have been so caught up with leading people to Christ instead of leading people to Christ in order to betray him. You see how Jesus broke the front? Judas was fronting like he cared about where money was going, but he only cared about the money that he could put his hands on. That just made me think about something. You have some people who get upset because you sow into the kingdom of God, but they want you to give your money to what they say you should give money to. And they're saying what they're saying because if they could tell you and if they can tell you where to put your money, they have access to put their hands on your money. But if you listen to God and you give your money to Jesus the way Jesus told you to give it so he can multiply it, they get upset about that. Which is absolutely absurd because if you are giving and sowing into the kingdom of God so people can have access to the truth of Jesus, why would somebody who says they follow Jesus, why would they be upset about that? Why would they be upset about the gifts you give to the Lord? That's a 
front that Jesus broke. It's revealing their fruit. It's fake what they have going on. And we know Judas cared about the money he could put his hands on. We know that because Judas was the one who sold Jesus out for a couple of pieces of silver. Jesus will break the front when you're spending time with him. He'll show you. When you're praying to Jesus, when you're imitating him, and you're aiming to be a disciple of Christ, and you're aiming to live a life that pleases God, the very people who say they are disciples of Jesus, now they look like they walk with Jesus, they look like they talk with Jesus, they look like they are about that discipleship life. They look like it. But as soon as you say something along the lines of, you know what? I'm going to give to the body of Christ. I'm going to give to the kingdom of God. I'm going to give these gifts to the Lord. I'm going to give the Lord these gifts he gave me. I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to sow into that man or woman of God. I'm going to bless that man or woman of God. I'm going to help that family of God. I'm going to help those people in need. I'm going to lend my time, lend my life, give my time. I'm going to give and gift my expertise, my knowledge, and my insight to them at no charge. Because I'm doing this for the Lord. Now, if you do all of those things and you hear somebody who says, quote unquote, that they follow Jesus. If you hear them cry out and yell at you. Why are you doing all of that? You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. And you know the Lord told you to do it. And you know the Lord led you to do it. And they're telling you, why are you giving all that stuff to them? They already have stuff. Shoot, they need to give me something. That's what they need to do. They need to be giving me something. Now, let me go ahead. Give it to me and I give it to the poor. <laughs> it's like, nah, you don't have to do all that for them. They got all that money anyway. Oh, why you do get it? Nah, you need you don't manage your money right. That makes no sense. Seems to me if seems like they shoulda. See, if somebody's giving and sowing and gifting into the kingdom of God. And somebody is saying, oh, you know, I follow Jesus. And they go against that. Ah, Jesus just broke the front right there. Jesus broke the front. Because what you did in love and obedience angered them. That shouldn't have angered them. That shouldn't have set them off. If they were a follower of Jesus, they should have understood. They're like, oh, praise God. You're doing the right thing. I I, I understand. I, I understand what you're trying to do. Given it shall be given. I understand. Do what the Lord told you to do. No, they're not doing that. They're not doing it because they're not doing what God told them to do. And by you doing what God told you to do, you're shining a light in their face. And you're shining the light of Jesus breaking the front off of them. And they don't like that. They don't like that. They don't want you around. See? Jesus breaks the fronts off of people who make it look like they are for him and they are with him 
but in actuality, they are not. And when Jesus breaks the front, that is a blessing. It happens all of the time. You could be in grade school, doing your classwork. You could be in college, on a job, in your family, in a friendship, in a relationship, in your community, at a church, at the store, and you're just doing the right thing. And all you want to do is be obedient and help somebody out. You want to show someone your appreciation. There will be somebody saying, you don't got to do all of that. You goody two shoes. Only people who think they all of that dress nice and then help the poor out. Only people who just do too much help the poor out, giving them quality groceries. They can go around that trash bin and dig through there like I do. They don't need to get all that quality stuff. Yeah, You don't have to do that for them. Oh, okay. God said, I guess I don't want to go against God. Let me be quiet before he strikes me down then. See, that's crazy. Oh, you want to help somebody get their hair done? Oh, you sure putting a lot of money in that? How much is that anyway? You can give that money to me. I can do the hair. Well, we know that's a lie because God gave you hair. And you failed to do it, so it fell out. You burned it out. You scraped it out. You damaged it out. So you don't have the fruit of healthy hair or the fruit of hair concern. So... Don't put on these leaves saying that you're a beautician now. Jesus will break the front. So stop that. Y'all know folks like that. And you have some people who tell people, oh, you don't have to listen to your parents. You don't have to listen to your siblings, your grandparents, and those who love you. Oh, you, you don't have to pray to God and his plan for your life. As he protects you and blesses you. you. You stop it. You don't have to do all of that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do your job with integrity. Just take from the petty cash fund. You, you can put it back next month. She barely checked that. Girl, I use that to get my nails done every week. Don't even play with me. Don't even play. <laughs> yes, ma'am. They don't pay me enough over here. Uh-uh. See. But that's the person who's at church, jumping up and down, rolling off the pews, rolling down the aisle, crying, screaming, and sweating, asking the Lord to come through for them. They're fronting. They're faking. It's not real. It's a show. And then these people... Some of these people who, you don't have to pay your bills. You don't have to pay your bills on time. Girl, don't even do that. No, I understand that you have to pay your light bill, your gas bill, your phone bill, your water bill, your taxes. I know you have to do all of that. Your streaming services, whatever, you have, your internet, your cable. I understand you have to do that. But uh, they charge too much. Girl, no, uh, pay them $2.50 a month. <laughs> you can pay them whatever you want to. No, do what you want to do, girl. Uh-uh. What, you trying to be a decent parent? You trying to love your kids? You trying to provide for your children? What? Uh-uh. Just drop them off somewhere. 
Man, I keep my money. Man, no. I'm not trying to buy nothing for no kids. No. No. What I do is I just make it look like I don't have anything to my mom and my daddy. And then, you know, my children's, you know, other grandparents. Make it look like you don't have anything. Make it look like you busy. They take care of them. Don't give them any money for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Don't do that. <laughs> okay? And then you can keep all your money in your pocket. Oh, nah, man, please. You're doing too much. That's why I'm able to buy these luxury shoes and these luxurious bags. Yeah. <laughs> buy food, school supplies for them? Nah, man. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know my mom and daddy's struggling, but, uh, they do it every time. It works out for me. <laughs> and then, yeah, even if your mom and daddy and your siblings and all of them not going to watch them, shoot, I still go to the club. Yeah, my kids are five years old, four. Man, I just lock them in the house, and I be in the spot. You know what I'm talking about? I be over there chilling. Shoot, I be going on dates with my man, with my gal. You know what I'm saying? Kids be at home. I mean, they be at... They know what to do. Just put on some streaming service. Put some cartoons on. Get one of them pizzas. And, um, I mean, you can cut it up for them before you leave. But they figure that stuff out. You only live once. (laughs) But the Lord is good. Girl, I love the Lord. I love the Lord so much. God is just so good to me. He is so good to me, girl. Mm Mm-hmm. See, all of those examples that I just provided are basic trash. It's evil. Straight demonic. And God is not in that. And it's appalling to hear a person who says, I follow Jesus. They're the ones saying to you or somebody you know, why are you doing the right things in the presence of Jesus? They don't like that. What's happening is when they ask those questions, they are exposing themselves and they are exposing the front. Jesus broke the front. What they are doing is they are fronting. They are fake. They are phony. And Jesus breaks fronts. That's what you need to understand. That's why you need to do what the Lord tells you to do and leave the leaves alone and look at the fruit look at the fruit okay a scripture i would like to review with you once more is mark the 11th chapter and the 13th through the 14th verse and it states seeing in the distance a fig tree with leaves he went to find out if there was anything on it when he came to it he found nothing but leaves For it was not the season for figs. He said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. Remember this. Jesus breaks fronts. Jesus can spot a front from a distance. Just like he did with this fig tree. Jesus will approach the front. He will examine the front. And then he will break the front. Where the front can no longer be a front to anybody else. It will die. 
whenever fakeness dies in our lives, whether we are the ones faking and shaking or people are being fake with us, that is a blessing. Receive the blessing, walk in the blessing, and praise God for breaking the fronts from around you, on you, and in you. Okay? Remain encouraged. Thank you for tuning in. Feel free to visit drkenitrabryant.com and also feel free to follow me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.